Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. Hey there, folks, and welcome to the first Tuesday edition of the Whitfield Report for 2023. I am your aforementioned host, Sam Whitfield. Uh, great to be with you for today's show. Let's get right down to it, shall we? Uh, today's topic was actually recommended to me by my good friend, uh, Morpheus. I think is how you, how you pronounce his name on Twitter. So shout out to him. Uh, go follow him if you haven't uh, checked him out already. Fell-based cripple man. Uh, I really, I've gotten to know him uh, over the past two months, really. Uh, good guy. But uh, anyway, he brought this uh, story to my attention, which is what we will be talking about today. And that is the limited run games debacle, or as uh, I have called the title of this episode, limited run cancel culture. Uh, because this is a uh, debacle, they're already uh, getting pushback from this. So let's just dive into the story, right? Okay. Uh, Morpheus brought this up to me, as I mentioned, but upon further investigation, I found this piece from, uh, the post millennial, which did a pretty good breakdown of the situation. So, uh, let's see what they have to say for themselves, shall we? So headline from the post millennial trans activist gets woman fired from video game company. For crime of falling, e- e- for for crime of falling, Ian Miles Chong. I almost said Elon Musk there. Uh, libs of TikTok on Twitter. Although I'm sure falling Elon Musk would also be a uh, crime uh, for many of these wokesters. So let's uh, let's dive in and get into this. Again, this is from the postmillennial.com. I'll link this description. I'll link this uh, story in the uh, description in both the podcast and in the uh, video show notes if you're watching this on YouTube. A video game company called At Limited Run Games fired, fired Carolyn uh, 0326 because of some nut job because some nut job got offended over the fact that she follows me in libs of TikTok. Uh, that is from Ian Miles Chong, apparently. Mm-mm. On Friday, the video game company Limited Run Games fired their community manager, a woman named Car- Carolyn after a far-left trans activist using the name Purple Tinker demanded the company either file in because she followed conservative users on Twitter, such as Ian Miles Chong and Libs of TikTok, or lose their support. Ian Miles Chong tweeted, a video game company called Limited Run Games fired uh, Carlin. 0326 because I'm that job got offended over the fact that she follows me on libs of TikTok. According to an Observer article from 2012, uh, Purple Tinker is a biological male who identifies as a transgender and an activist who founded BronyCon a convention for adult men who like to dress up as characters from the children's television show, My Little Pony. Uh, Chong posted screenshots of Purple Tinker's now-deleted Twitter account. Uh, The community manager for Limited Run Games uh, at Carlin0326 is a transphobe 
who follows a veritable who's who of right-wing transphobic creeps, unless and until she is fired from the company permanently. I'm not giving them another single dime. Uh, CW transphobia. Purple Tinker tweeted at the company on January 6th at 9.06 a.m. At 5.40 p.m. on the same day on their Twitter account, Limited Run Games announced that Lynn had been fired and wrote, LAG respects all personal opinions. However, we remain we remain committed to supporting an inclusive culture. Upon investigating a situation, an employee was terminated. Our goal as a company is to continue to foster a positive and safe environment for everyone. So that's what they posted on their Twitter. Uh, popular streamer and nerd culture content creator Melanie Mack commented with, this is so messed up. Uh, Carl N is amazing and deserves better. Shame on you, limited run games. Mack added in a lighter tweet, you do not respect all personal opinions, else this decision would not have happened. And if you were committed to an inclusive culture, you wouldn't have fired a Christian woman for her beliefs. Uh, in a screen grab one of the ones posts that Purple Tinker brought to limited uh, run games attention was one where she expressed concern over biological males identifying as transgender gender using women's uh, restrooms which is a valid concern and one that I've brought up various times on the show over the years folks Mac tweeted, this is the face of a person who got fired, of a woman who got fired from limited run games because of her concern for the safety of females against incognito predators in female restrooms. Let that sink in. Other posts that Purple Tinker used against when involved her looking forward to a Harry Potter game. Uh... Another trans activist named Josie uh, Breckner demanded Lynn be fired as well as retreated uh, Purple Tinker. Uh, Twitter user Stephanie wrote, uh, there's a whole Tumblr history thread on this person's vile behavior in reference to a Tumblr post dedicated to exposing a history of Purple Tinker's online history of wishing violence on people, doxing, and bullying. Oh, wow. The cancel crusading brony thinks that young teens can consent to, with an ad, to sex with an adult. So, buh, buh, buh. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. So more, uh, and there, there are screenshots of, I guess, this uh, purple, uh, this purple tinker, like, advocating basically for pedophilia, folks. That's what it is. All right. So to summarize here, and I did read this article beforehand, folks. It would seem as though, let me just make sure I'm getting this right. In summary, this company, Limited Run Games, basically fired a community manager, a top employee in their company, over the demands of one single influential activist that is purple tinker and 
over the fact that she merely follows uh, Ian Miles Chong, libs of TikTok, and other quote-unquote right-wingers on Twitter. Nothing about Carlin's tweets or, you know, what she tweeted herself, just the fact that she follows said accounts means that she's automatically fired. And and also, I guess the fact that Lynn tweeted that she was excited about like a Harry Potter game, uh, I don't really understand why... Uh, why you would get fired for tweeting your support over a Harry Potter game, but okay, I guess. Oh, you know what? That's right. It's because, uh, it's because JK Rowling, the, the trans gender people don't like her very much because, uh, JK Rowling is in favor of, you know, traditional women, uh, you know, being in traditional woman roles in her stories, right? The transgender people tried to say that, like, Harry Potter was a transgender allegory, and I guess J.K. Rowling shut that down a few years ago, and ever since, they've been saying that Harry Potter fans are problematic, I'm assuming that's what the Harry Potter rage is about. But anyway, what what's more disturbing to me, folks, is the fact that you have a community manager that got fired due, due to the tweets of one single activist it seems like on Twitter one single activist this purple whatever the fuck their name is said that they would no longer support limited run games in the future if they didn't fire this person and the and the company just acquiesced and quit. If that's true, that is seriously fucked up. And it just goes to show how weak and pathetic the gaming industry really is, which Leads me to a point that I've been thinking about uh, since I first heard about this uh, from Mor- Morpheus over the weekend. Because I, I did look into this a little bit before doing the show. And this is the type of shit that Gamergate was supposed to, to uh, you know, stop back in 2014, right, folks? This is what the infamous, you know, Gamergate was about. It was about how uh, Zoe Quinn and Anita Sarkeesian and other SJWs were basically getting people fired from their jobs uh, in the gaming industry for, you know, toxic masculinity or whatever, but then it turned out that a lot of those, uh, you know, claims were false or whatever. And, you know, my big takeaway from Gamergate, because in, keep in mind, I, I wasn't there when Gamergate really happened. That was when I, you know, 2013, 2014, that was my first year in here in Florida. And I was, I was kind of out of the loop, you know, in terms of gaming world, as I've said before. 
But that's what my understanding of Gamergate is. It, it was essentially a wake-up call to just how bad games journalism really is, which to me, as a longtime political activist or political journalist, I should say, doesn't really come as a surprise to me. Anyone who's been paying attention to politics since the really since the rise of Barack Obama and the Obama administration knows that the mainstream media is corrupt. We know that they lie. We know that they are insidious. We know that they uh, employ life ruination tactics. We know that social justice warriors are a huge problem. We've we've known that. And all Gamergate did was confirm that that is happening in the video game industry and in the uh, comic book industry as well. So, you know, but has anything really changed since 2014? Have... Have video game companies really changed their ways? Have any video games really st- have any video game companies really stood up to uh, you know the SJW cancel culture uh, all that much? I can't really think of that many examples. I I will uh, give. Rockstar Games, credit where credit is due, uh, when Red Dead Redemption came out, when Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, I should say, again, maybe one of my favorite video games of all time. I, I do remember, uh, even though I didn't, even though I hadn't played it right away when the game came out, I do remember around the time that game was released, uh, you know, the, the Social Justice Warriors threw a hissy fit because Arthur Morgan, uh, you know, was the epitome of a, you know, of a, of a, uh, you know, straight white male, cis heterosexual man, you know, who, uh, depending on on how you played him was either a virtuous, uh, you know, man of honor, you know, by the time you played him or, or, you know, he, he could be, depending on how you played him, a downright toxic male, but it really depends on how you play the character of Arthur, of Arthur Morgan. You know, and, and it was, uh, you know, they did a good job of portraying kind of the end of the Wild West era and the Industrial Revolution and showing, and showing how things really were back in, you know, 1895, uh, early 1900s when that game took place. I do remember that the, you know, the, the SJWs, um, you know, they were not happy when RDR2 came out and they tried their damnedest to uh, basically have, you know, that game canceled. They wrote hit piece after p- hit piece. And despite all that, Rockstar never budged. Right? Uh, but then we have games like The Last of Us Part 2, which... Look, I mean, I I missed out on... Uh, like I said, I... I I did go back and play Last of Us, uh, you know, the original uh, recently, and I just recently played Last of Us 2 uh, for, you know, the PS2. I mean, for the PS4 uh, recently. And Last of Us Part 1, or I should say Last of Us Remastered, because... As I said, you know, several months ago, there was no way I was going to 
pay seventy dollars for the uh you know for the quote unquote remastered version of that game when I could have when I got the PS4 version uh that remastered version for for only like 29 bucks right Akaba and I talked about that a lot uh on the show where we haven't passed last of us uh you know part one that was good last of us part two which I had never played oh I, I until just like December really uh yeah i understand why people don't like that game i did finish last of us part two uh but yeah i i understand let, let me put it this way it's not a, i don't think it's horrible or as bad as some people make it out to be but it's not good it's not as good it's nowhere near as good as uh last of us one is and yeah i understand why people are po because they felt the need to make uh you know ellie uh, ellie a lesbian in that game and uh you know they they really went down the the feminist uh you know, rabbit hole with uh, the other character's name who I, I can't remember. The one who, uh, you know, whose dad uh, Joel killed in the first one. But yeah, that game was, you know, mediocre and it, and it showed. There there was a big, uh, you know, backlash. And that was one time when, uh, you know, Neil Druckmann bowed to the social justice warriors and it didn't pan out. For them as far as uh you know writing goes and the game didn't do well um you know you have you have uh you know companies trying to make what is it um laura croft they tried to make her seem uh less feminine for the tomb raider games right so you know, social justice warrior culture is still prevalent in in games, right? And this uh, this limited run games, they basically kowtowed uh, to the mob and fired uh, their community manager over the over requests from two. Uh, Twitter activist. That is utterly pathetic. Now, to be fair, I didn't even know really what games, limited run games, developed. So I did go on their uh, Twitter here. And let's see. Let's see if I can go, if I can, can I switch tabs here? We will find out. Let's find out here, shall we? Okay. Um, evidently we can, so let's go ahead and do that. Alrighty. Uh, limited Run Games on Twitter. At Limited Run Games. We publish physical games, fan of indies, retro games, cult classics, and more. We like collectible goodies and vinyl records. Forever physical. So, on the surface, I do like their, uh, you know, I, I do like their mantra of 
publishing physical media, like actual, you know, game CDs and one. Although I bet you anything, their games probably are in the PlayStation Store and on Steam and other digital platforms. But nevertheless, I do like their mantra. Um, let's see if they have anything interesting. Okay, so they have... All right, so they're putting out like retro Atari games. I guess remastering them. So they're not like enough. They partner with other game studios, it seems like. Um, they sell t shirts, merch. They do all this pre order. Lots of. Uh, Okay, BPM. I'm just trying to see if I've heard of any of these games that they're bringing up. And other than the other than the Nintendo stuff, not really, folks. I'm not seeing a whole lot here. But um, anyway. All right, let's see here, folks. This is one tweet that I did want to see. Uh, LRG respects, and this is from January 6th. So on Friday, actually. LRG respects all personal opinions. However, we remain committed to supporting an inclusive culture upon investigating a situation Uh an employee was terminated. Our goal as a company is to continue to foster a positive and safe environment for everyone. Again, your employee got fired after only two activists demanded it. That's not that's not being inclusive, LRG. That's caving to the mob. Now, my question is, what are we going to do about it, folks? That's my question. Are, are we actually going to, you know, do something about it? Or, is, uh, or are we just going to bitch and complain about it? You know, this would be an amazing opportunity for, uh, you know, an independent gaming company to hire uh, Carlin. That's where the opportunity uh, comes here, folks. Instead of just uh, talking how bad limited run games is... There should be a an independent developer who sees this and says, you know what? Carl Lynn was good at her job. Maybe she wasn't. I don't know. But assuming she was, There's a golden opportunity here for an independent developer to bring on Carlin and give her a job. My my guess is if she's a community manager for a, a you know for a games company, she's no slat, you know. She's not a slacker, uh, you know, because most most community community managers that that that's a tough job in the uh, gaming industry, especially if you're like managing multiplayer, you know, uh, servers and community forums and all that. It, you know, doing. Uh, 
public relations for gaming companies, all of that. And, you know, for years, conservatives have talked about, oh, well, we need to get into the gaming space. We need to, uh, you know, we, we need to, uh, you know, make video games that are non-social justice. This is the opportunity, and I'm not even talking about for conservatives, just for any video game developer out there who wants to make good quality games, again, which are very hard to come by these days, but, you know, the developers most likely are out there. This is a golden opportunity for an indie developer to bring on a valuable team member. And this is what Gamergate should have been about, folks. Getting back to my original point. Because, see, it's not enough to say that, yeah, the, the gaming industry, you know, games journalism is corrupt and so is the industry. It's been infested by social justice warriors. It's good that it came out in, you know, 2014 and it was revealed as a big problem, right? But did Gamergate ever really change anything in regards to to the state of video games? As far as I can tell, no. What is my proof? Well, first off, the fact that this woman, Carl Lynn, was fired... Because one transgender activist demanded that she was fired. And the company caved. That's my first, uh, you know, example of why, of why, you know, Gamergate didn't do anything. Second, you know, like or not, Gamergate seemed to bring... A lot of weirdos from the, you know, I don't even want to call them right wing, but just weirdos in general. Uh, because you have Rage Pig Ethan Ralph, who isn't even really a, a gamer as far as I'm concerned. All, all he did was host the, you know, kill stream for, you know, a couple of years. And then he turned into an absolute, you know, madman and now he's making himself out to be an ass on the internet you have him and you have baked alaska or fed alaska i guess now you know nick fuentes uh you know who i guess tried to start a legitimate political movement but then it became you know turned into basically catboy uh, you know, first instead of America first. So Gamergate didn't really do anything except for bring in the worst degenerates and allow them to uh, quote-unquote hijack the right. And, the, you know, there's the argument, oh, without Gamergate, Trump would have never happened. Well, you know, I will give Gamergate credit. They they did some pretty good memes during the 2016 election. Uh, but that was it. Honestly, Trump's big appeal in 2016 was that he was, uh, you know, that he was anti-social justice and called out the mainstream media and really was a big push up pushback against uh you know the culture marxism that two terms of obama uh you know pushed back against and did gamergate have a hand in that perhaps but there are a lot of Trump supporters who still have no idea what Gamergate even is. And 
you know, I, I think Trump would have gotten elected irregardless of whether or not Gamergate had happened. That that's my point. So Gamergate did nothing, and uh, Mr. Medicare is right. It should be allowed to, uh, I guess, die along with him. So what is the uh, what is the solution here, folks? As I mentioned, an independent game developer uh, should pick up uh, Carolyn and put her on a uh, project to develop a series of games. And yeah, independent game studios. Granted, they don't make a they don't make a ton of money compared to Rockstar or EA or the big ones. They don't have the big budgets, but I mean, Max Sand, who hosts uh, Cringing with Coffee, I know he's big into indie games. So is Akaba Insomnia. I'm sure those two, if I were to ask them, would probably know of independent game developers that would be willing to have this young woman on their team. In fact, uh, Eric July, host of the, uh, you know, founder of the Ripiverse, and, um, you know, he does a podcast as well. Uh, he's actually started talking maybe starting a video game company as a result of this. And uh, I'm not going to play the whole entire clip of him talking about this, but I do want to play a little bit of it. So let me, uh, let me get this queued up here. If I can, uh, let me see. Yes, I am. I understand. Uh, okay. So let us. Let us see what uh, Eric July has to say here. Regarding limited run games, roll the tape. Do excuse me. I know I'm a little late to this story, but I wanted to just get some more information on it and kind of dig just a little bit on it. Now, this company in limited run games, I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like I've ever really consumed anything that in the actual creative side of the entertainment. They may not know how this is. So Niche Gamer put this together, and uh, I will run through it briefly. Game distributor, limited followed other people as well that let's say aren't necessarily leftists. I mean, not just the colleagues, uh, but just other people that are external that may be all, all those cards because of lives of TikTok. We know who they highlight and the goofy things that have come from TikTok. Upon investigation and get, investigating a situation, an employee was terminated. Our goal as a company is to continue to foster a positive, safe environment for everybody. This person was fired not because of anything they did to anything that I see, but it was because they followed people that I guess the other side would deem as controversial. And we know how they feel about Libs of TikTok and others, but mainly Libs of TikTok seems to be the, the focal point of the kind of snitch campaign that was ran. Now, as I continue to talk about this, I'm going to see if I can find some of the other like witch hunt witch hunters i guess is what you would call them i know melody max showcase some of them um so yeah you have this person right here said i signed a contract with limited run games and i'm shocked and disappointed and insulted to see uh this come from their community manager and I just emailed the team I've been talking to stating I won't be able to move forward with our business until this is addressed and Lynn is removed. 
So this person just flat out admitted what it was. What is this person? A um, I don't know. Oh, trans. Mm, there we go. Am I able to see any of this? I can't see that original post. It was a snitch campaign. That's what happened at the end of the day. Yeah. My argument is this. It's very simple. It's not complicated at all. There needs to be more Ripper versus, but not just Ripper versus in comics. There needs to be more Ripper versus in virtually every single aspect of entertainment. Okay. What you have right now, and I need people to understand how bad it actually is. What you have right now is there's a bunch of people that work for various companies that have to hide who it is that they are. There's only one acceptable political uh, message that you can have publicly, loudly, and proudly, and it's political social, well, political leftism, social, uh, more on the scale, on that scale as well, uh, social political leftism is what you can openly support and be without having any conflict with, let's say, your employer. We saw this with, and I know the article mentioned this, Hogwarts Legacy, because they had one of the lead game designers was following people like Ben Shapiro. That got them ousted as well. It's not about that. Now, of course, they will always present it as a way, well, you're the enemy or these people are the enemy and they're so toxic and they're so violent, even though they're not. What it boils down to is that you can be an open leftist, support open leftists that have definitely in the summer of love in 2020 that have actually advocated violence, promoted it, at minimum justified it. You can do that. There's not going to be any problems. But if you do it, if you're, if you're in support of people that are on the opposite side of them, let's say on the, what they deem on the political spectrum, you're in trouble. Okay, that's just what it is. So I know this in comics. I say this from experience. There are people that have reached out to me who have been part of like have done work with Marvel and have said some of the prints that you used to see on my walls were actually prints that I was getting directly from the original artist. And they would say that they're fans of me, but they, of course, can't make that public because they don't want to jeopardize their jobs. And I think that's a crappy way to live. But the reality is this doesn't end until these guys are competed with. And then you have a a let's say business plan and you just don't do what the other guys are doing, right? It's not about hiring people that are all on your, ex like, just agree with you top to bottom on situations. I don't, we don't have that. Not everybody, obviously, at, if any, at Ripperverse are, let's say, anarcho-capitalists, okay? Like myself. But if these people follow somebody, I'm not going to, let's say, fire them just because they follow some people. That's just silly. That's goofy. I'm not going to oh, like a tweet from somebody. I'm not doing that. That is so dumb. Like there comes a point in time where you might do something with your job in itself that let's say is in conflict with, with where it is that we're going and you're jeopardizing a business because of a mistake that you made. That's one thing, but because you like someone's or follow someone that is on a different side of political spectrum, that's, that's, we're not doing that. But there needs to be alternatives that are competitive, more importantly. It's not just, hey, guy in his basement starting a business. That's not what it is. It needs to be like what we did with the Ripperverse, where we put the industry on notice. We need those equivalents. They can be established brands. They can be non-established uh, brands to come through and actually be a, a threat to the, like, schemes and scams of the legacy entertainers because that's where they're at. They made it abundantly clear. I'm trying. I've been trying for years to get to get people that are not. All right. So I, I think you got the point. And Ripa is absolutely right uh, there. Eric July is that you know di basically diversity of opinion is the only diversity that should matter here right but we live in a world now ladies and gentlemen we live in a world where if you are in the entertainment industry or in corporate america the only the only opinion that you can really exhibit publicly 
these days, at least in corporate entertainment, is that you are a left-winger. Otherwise, you're basically a right-wing Nazi. In these people's minds, that's what you are. Doesn't care if you're a moderate, doesn't care if you're an independent like me, or, a, a, you know, like I am. I'm, I'm more of like a conservative libertarian. Here's the thing in regards to these activists, right? Was the fact that, uh, was the fact that Carolyn was the fact that she was following libs of TikTok or Ian Miles Chong was that affecting her job performance at all? Was that affecting her uh, ability to perform tasks as community manager for limited run games? Uh, the answer, as far as I'm aware of, and as far as anyone is aware of, is no. Was that affecting her job performance? No. Was she posting uh, political propaganda on behalf of her company? I just went through their Twitter timeline, as you saw, on screen. And the answer is no. Was she advocating violence towards any group of people? No. And yet she got fired because these trans activists didn't like who she was following on her own social media and were threatening to pull contracts with limited run games. Now, what I want to know is how much were those contracts that these activists had? How much were these contracts worth? Were they contracts that made up, you know, like three-fourths of limited-run games potential income for the year? I, I know that the economy is shit. Thank you, Joe Biden. And I know that people are hurting right now, but, but unless... Those two uh, contracts from the activists were worth basically your entire, uh, you know, income for 2023 or however, you know, the gaming industry does its, you know, quarters. Unless these contracts would have, were to make up all of your revenue for the year. And even then, have a fucking backbone, limited run games. This is not going to end well for limited run games. They're already getting backlash, majorly, even from non-political people, because people are sick and tired of, you know, the social justice crap. Most people don't even know who what limited game what limited run games is or they've never heard of them and they're probably not going to buy any games from them now in the future knowing that they fired an employee for just following people with different opinions so well done so well done limited run games well done you have fucked yourself You know, so I, I guess the moral of the story is here is, you know, if 
if you have a differing opinion from the you know outrage mob, don't expect your company to protect you. That's the moral of the story. It's a shitty you know thing to say, but it's true in 2022, and it's been true, unfortunately, for the past decade or so. My message to the people who who actually do care about free speech and free expression is to rather than just bitch about this, if you are an, if you are a, a game developer, and I know that there are independent game developers out there who are, you know, proponents of free speech and diverse opinion. This is your opportunity to actually do something worthwhile. To make a difference in gaming, to make an actual dent in the gaming industry. And if you're a gaming company that wants to hire this community manager and wants to promote your game project, by all means, reach out to me on any, any one of my platforms and uh, I would be happy to have you on the show to promote your project. It's time that we stop letting, uh, you know, social justice warriors and hardcore leftists ruin or continue to ruin the gaming industry. And it's time for good and decent people to stand up for what is right and to stand up for good people expressing their views. Alrighty, folks. And with that, I think that we'll do that for, uh, you know, this edition of the show. I don't want to ramble on for too much longer. Once again, I'd like to thank Morpheus for, uh, you know, contributing today's topic and, give, and giving that, me that recommendation. I really do appreciate it. I will be back uh, for the Thursday edition of the show, so uh, watch out for that on Thursday. And until then, folks, have a good day or good evening, uh, wherever you are in the past, present, future hour. Thank you for listening. God bless and God freedom legacy in that order. See you on the next show, folks. Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash whitfieldreport. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom, legacy, in that order. <laughs>